Traveler. Welcome, 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 everybody, to another episode of Born to be Wild, a Hearthstone podcast that talks about wild, everything wild, Hearthstone, Nate. Nate Wolf, how the hell are you today? I'm doing pretty good considering um, this whole COVID thing is all very crazy. Uh, we're all kind of relegated, work from home, and um, and everything's a little bizarre, but um, in good health, good spirits. I hit Legend super early this month, which is exciting for me, so I, I'm doing quite quite well i am very excited to be hanging out with our old friend cream puff so i'm i'm so excited to have you on the show we haven't talked in a long time so welcome back yeah appreciate you having me on it has been a while I haven't I haven't been on a podcast in, in so long and uh i normally you know I've, I've said i've retired from the podcast world and that uh, when people try to invite me over i'm like yeah i'm good i'm good but <laughs> I, had, I, had, I had to jump on this one we caught you at a good time <laughs> yeah i don't have as much to do these days Oh, yeah, seriously. Um, for the people who aren't as familiar, just a, a tiny bit of background. Um, so Craig and I used to do Into the Wild. Um, yep. We ha- had to stop for kind of work-life balance issues. We missed each other so much that we needed to come back and <laughs> started, a, started a new show. Um, yeah. But I, for the people who aren't familiar, you used to do a podcast called Top Deck Kings with tell yep. who is a friend of ours as well and back when um born or into the wild had first started tell was instrumental in making the love connection between me and craig which was really cool <laughs> i was reaching out saying hey i want to start a wild hearthstone podcast craig had just started with one episode out yeah and tell had reached out and said hey you two you talk <laughs> yeah so it was really yeah. good um, it was awesome I remember because you you guys used to reach out to us all the time, be like, "You guys got more wild content? You guys talk about more wild, more wild?" And then you guys just decided just to grab the bull by the horns and do it yourself, right? Yeah. Remember snakes and drakes? Yeah. How could you forget? Yeah. Hey, by the way, Tell just had his baby, right? Yeah. So little baby girl. Big. Yeah. Congrats, Tell. If if you're listening, which you probably (laughs) probably not, but. (laughs) Yeah. Um, Got the boy the boy girl dream. So good friend. Wow. Very cool. Well, that's exciting. Um, so I know you guys aren't, you're not doing the show anymore. I know um, kind of life gets in the way. I think you got married since we last talked to you, right? So yeah, it's, yeah. It's, what has it been like a year now or something probably, right? But congrats. Yeah, about, uh, yeah, about almost a year and a half. Very so, cool. Yeah. Very cool. Yeah, that's been cool. Definitely uh, enjoying it. For... Uh, those of our guests or listeners who aren't as familiar with you, could you give maybe a little bit of background about yourself and kind of how you started playing? I know you play a lot of the different formats, uh, but I know you also have kind of a background with, um, I don't know what the, the word is, but um, is it like gambling yeah, um, I, for lack of a better <laughs> term? Right. But, but I think that there's yeah, a lot yeah. of, a lot of, um, sure, sure. you know, maybe science or, or the RNG kind of aspect that you're very, uh, I, I would consider you an expert in. Yeah. So, um, so basically I started, uh, playing Hearthstone because of a friend at my, my job, um, brought it up to me. I work in an online casino. Um, and prior to that I had done a lot of, uh, you know, 
poker, whether that's brick and mortar in a casino and online poker as well. Um, so I, I'm used to that sort of card games. In, in terms of traditional uh, TCGs, uh, Hearthstone was my first. But if it wasn't for the, the poker aspect, I probably would never heard of Hearthstone since my friend brought it up, who uh, who also played poker. He's like, hey, you should try this Hearthstone game out. And I'm like, oh, that's like the world's, World of Warcraft thing? Like, I, I've never touched that. <laughs> um, he's like, no, no, it's, it's way different. I'm like, I, I don't know anything about it. You don't even know anything about it. Um, so I jumped on. I played with him uh, for for a little while. I played some one-on-ones. And I was like, wow, this is, this is actually kind of fun. Uh, I like the UI. I like the way how user-friendly it was. And then from there, I think this was like during, uh, like right before Goblins versus Numbs came out, like after next, like between Next Remus and Goblins versus Numbs. Um, so it's been what four, four or five years. Um, yeah. And I, I, I played like one deck. I played one deck for like two years, and that was like mid-range Paladin. Yep. Yeah. And uh, it was. Uh, I, I saw it from. Um, oh God, why is he? Why is he escaping my mind? Um, one of the big streamers, he was streaming mid-range Paladin. He actually found uh, the, the the initial list with like quartermasters and muster for battles, and he hit high ranks with it. I don't know why I can't remember his name right now. Oh but... God, I know exactly who you're talking about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He used to stream Hearthstone a lot, but he doesn't as much anymore. Uh, uh, maybe he'll come back to me. But anyways, like uh, I copied his list. I remember initially I was building like a freeze mage list for the longest time, trying to save save up to make a freeze mage list. But then I realized it really wasn't my style. Which is funny because it would be my style today, but I was like, okay, I want to play. The, <laughs> I want to play, play this mid-range deck, and I, I built everything. I disenchanted every class and made a mid-range paladin deck, and just played paladin for I don't know how many. It's the first time I hit legend was with mid-range paladin. Um, I remember I learned all everything I needed to know from either Twitch streams and uh, this poker form. I don't know if you heard two plus two forms. It's like a. It's like a online poker. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> right, right. <laughs> yeah it's like a it's like an online gambling uh forum online where people talk about poker and stuff but there's like a sub uh category for um you know tcgs and stuff and harston was one of them so a bunch of poker players are talking about this game and we would go back and forth on different decks deck lists there and oh, i wasn't man. i wasn't big on twitter yet then um and so yeah i hit legend for the first time with that ended up finishing like top 100 with like a, a it's a secret paladin list and then that's when Tell reached out to me and said, hey, do you want to come on the podcast as a guest? Uh, this is back when him, him and Steve were doing it. Um, and then we can talk about, uh, about your list. And so I, I went on as a guest, talked about uh, the Secret Paladin list. And from there, uh, they invited me back. And then they asked me to be a permanent co-host. And that's when I started doing Top Deck Kings on a weekly basis. Mm-hmm. It was a stra- strategy podcast where I basically go over deck lists and how to, how to mulligan, how to play it. And uh, me and Tell, when it was me and Tell, it was more, it was more laid back, more chill, probably fu- a lot funnier. Um, and then uh, Tell eventually had his baby, and I took it over as a solo podcast, and I was doing that for maybe almost a year and a half, two years. But uh, as you guys know, you know, podcasts you know, take a lot of work, and doing it solo can, can be draining, especially if uh, you're trying to fill an hour, hour and a half of time by yourself. Yeah, um, yeah. Yeah, episode one of Into the Wild was solo, and it took one episode for me to realize I need a (laughs) co-host because there's no way I'm doing show. Like, I just babbled for the whole thing, and I'm like, I have to do (laughs) a lot of show prep. (laughs) I'm not doing that. (laughs) Oh, my goodness. Yeah, no, it's it's funny. uh, 
I think people don't realize how much work is involved in setting all this stuff up. It's like, okay, it's not just us getting on here and chatting for two hours. It's like, what are we going to talk about? Are we going to do it live? Are we going to do it? Are we going to record it? What decks are we going to have a guest? When are they Writer's available? Song. Time time zones are kind of a nightmare sometimes. Um, doing the artwork and all that. We've been trying to do a new song each week. <laughs> that's that's been <laughs> successfully so far. Successfully so far, yes. Yeah, so we have a couple in the bank. Um, hey, a lot of people look forward to that. They're, they're, they're that's the best part. Sure. That's why yeah, they're yeah. at the end. <laughs> so you got <laughs> yeah. you got to listen to us chat for a couple hours first. But. Right, right. Uh, yeah, I miss Top Deck Kings. No, no pressure. I know that it's probably too much, but I, I so missed the show when it was you and Tal. It was incredible. Like, let's that's the first podcast that I got super invested into the point like Tal hasn't talked about Hearthstone. I don't know how long, but I'm still chatting with him yeah. quite often just because of how much I listened. And and then your show went by itself was so good. I remember when you brought it into the with the purple logo. That was when I was like, <laughs> this is this show just got professional, you know? It was, it was so yeah. good. And, the, and your intro was so good. I just loved that show. I understand why you don't do it. Even the the I am I, upset because I somehow I was kind of out of the community for a few months when you relaunched it. So I got to hear all your episodes backlogged when you came back like the second time around and yeah, yeah. uh and then right when i caught up it's like all right i'm done and i'm like oh <laughs> yeah, fair enough Green Puff. destroy my dreams <laughs> it, i mean it, it was good it was good for me too in the sense of like it made me think very critically about decks and uh critically about mulligans and um how to play and strategize and things like that i think i was i was a better player then um just because i had to be uh and yeah. i don't know I, right now i i've kind of veered towards uh playing mostly uh wild these days um i used to do both i still i still do both but uh, i primarily play wild for sure on, on all three servers and i think now yeah, with the demon hunt, nice. the demon hunter class coming out i've been playing actually more standard these last few days yeah this is interesting i i think you you made a good point though where you were saying that you have to get better and i think that as like hosting a show, there's sort of an obligation to be good at what you're talking about, right? Well, for the, for our... the well for the type of show I was doing, it was it was very it was very analytical. At least when Tell left, and it was just me. Yeah, I was doing just more deck. I mean, you don't have you don't have to be. Uh, you know, no, that's true. Player, but I think but... we you get bonus points, right? I one of the things that was yeah. interesting for us is like we both started, and it was like the goal of the show, the mission is like, we need to hit why we need to hit legend. Hit legend we have to yeah, do yeah. it. How do you all do it? Like I was so desperate that like <laughs> I just mentally was in such a funky place with, yeah. I've been trying and trying and trying and nothing's working. And what is this? How can you guys make it look so easy? And, and yeah. we got there both Craig and I got there relatively quick. I think we took all these like professional players and just, yeah, sucked everybody's uh, advice up, and that was a lot of fun. And so, well, you did um, it before the ladder changes too, so it's even more legit. Well, this time, I <laughs> so I I think we both first hit what was it? God, two years ago now, right? For the yeah, first right. time, we, we both hit before. Uh, we actually before hit rank floors right. too. Oh, bef- uh, yeah, I think so. Yes, it was. It was the month before rank floors. God, what a bunch of craziness that was. Uh, that was tough. That, that was when it was really hard. You got reset to, even if you're a legend, you got reset to 16, 17. Yeah. No rank floors. Yeah. I remember was I was really right. happy. I was really happy that we hit legend before that change. Not that it's 
it still feels just as good now to hit legend, sure. I guess, but it was still nice to be able to say we made it right before the change came into effect. Oh, for sure. Well, yeah. I mean, it's such a, it's such a grind like that. And you put in so many hours on the, on the, on the ladder and you finally, you know, hit that final boss and win. It's, it's such a relief. Um, I'll tell you that little, that little orange hexagon by your name, like it just does not get old. Uh, it's, nah. it's great. So. Yeah, Nate, you kind of scoffed right <laughs> over the fact that you got Legend. Like, no big deal, hit Legend pretty early in the month this time. It's like, dude, this is the first time you hit Legend in, like, how long? I'm still grinding to try to hit it. So don't don't over underplay that. That's awesome, buddy. Yeah, so I was playing a lot before the new cards came out, and I hit, I hit Legend on day four um, of the season, which is just unheard of. Very cool. Um, I used the quest mage up until rank one um was hitting a whole just patch of like super hard aggro pirate warrior and kingsbane rogue and so i switched over to memnarch's reno priest and just sailed through just destroyed the aggro it was just a pocket <laughs> meta and so you have to make that call right i mean quest you dodged mage. all the quest mages <laughs> <laughs> i did i did i dodged three in a row i my final <laughs> boss was a mage and i was like no but it was it was a secret <laughs> mage Oh, good. And they were not playing super good, and uh, was able <laughs> nice. to um, to to take it through. So that was good. It was good. Nice. I I got to my final boss yesterday. Uh, I've only got to the final boss once this month, and I got so frustrated. I was playing uh, discard warlock most of the way up, and I just I just drew the wrong. I, I it, it's such a frustrating deck at points because like sometimes you'll find yourself like just from randomness you'll be fatigued by like turn six and it's just because you keep accidentally discarding the <laughs> yeah, skull yeah. of Gil the skull of gildan or, or what is it I, I forget what it is but yeah, it's, yeah I, it's frustrating i purposely let some of those disco locks like fatigue themselves uh, as mage and leave their imps up on on the on board too like the, uh, was the last, <laughs> i think the last match i played i was playing Reno quest mage and they had the two of the the imps that draw cards on the board and they, yeah. were, they, they kept just like cycling cycling and burning cards burning cards and i'm just and they filled their board with a bunch of tokens and uh, i ended up winning that match but yeah that, de <laughs> that deck that deck cycles fast now yeah it's insane if there's some way to like i'm not sure what what you would do but if there was a way to to work a combo into it you can get through that deck really quick like if you if, if you have a half decent draw you can be through your deck before turn six you know like it's pretty nuts. Astros is playing. We'll talk about it later, but there's a version with Cataclysm in it, and that's super fun. <laughs> nice. Just for like a weird blowout finisher. This it, it's fun to play right now when um, the meta is so unrefined. Everything is is very up in the air, and so you can kind of play whatever. Um, yeah. You know, day one it was Demon Hunter, Demon Hunter, Demon Hunter, but people are starting to branch out a little bit more, and nothing is refined quite yet so this is the this is kind of the fun times i do think yeah, quest major is taking a bit of a backseat from all the aggro though which is nice right and i think that's it all the people who were complaining about demon hunter is is too strong it's too aggressive I'm like well we needed an aggressive deck because people were complaining about the quest mages uh yep. you know there there's all this balance kind of circle of life type of things where the combo and the aggro and the um you know the the different decks have to um i don't know there there has to be a balance otherwise otherwise things get out of whack so i mean people complain no matter what if it's rock paper scissors meta they're like oh i got to i got to just 
find my matchups and then that's how I win. Or if it's just one powerful deck, then they're going to complain about that one. It's, it's, I mean, I'd agree. Demon Hunter was overtuned. No yeah, doubt. no, that's true. Uh, but, uh, you know, I, it's gotta, I guess we can talk about it in a bit. It's got to be really turn. hard from a like developer standpoint where you're making something new. It's got to be good enough so that people want to play it. Because if you make it bad, no one's going to want to play it. But if yep. you make it too good, then everyone's going to play it. I, I was a little bit skeptical when I saw, like, oh, the win rate is 70% or whatever crazy number <laughs> it was. And it was like, look, it's been out one day, and every yeah. single person is playing the same deck you know, or some variation of the same deck. So, like, of course the numbers are going to be off. But Oh, uh, I don't know, man. It was busted well, on day one. I, I mean, I agree. I think that the balance changes were fine. They were needed. I, I will say they were needed because the deck was overtuned. Well, but, people are calling for more more balance changes on that deck too. Yeah, I'm, I'm, especially I'm like, yeah. in. I think in wild we're like we're okay, but in yeah. standard I climbed to diamond eight in like less than like fifteen twenty games just playing demon hunter because it's just gross. If you face yeah. off against someone who's not a demon hunter and like not a warlock targeting it, you pretty much just win. Yeah, yeah. I think I think the priest res list is pretty good against it too. I think uh, I think Druid is actually really good. Um, yeah, so, I've been so I think playing. That, I think there's a couple counters to that deck. There is. I mean, it's very very aggressive, and so if you can get a lot of armor or a lot of board clears, um, they can stall out or they can draw too much. Um, yes. I'm sitting at rank four diamond in standard right now. Ridiculous hat! Okay. Ridiculous hat! Challenged me to to try to do a double legend, so I'm going for it. We'll see. Yeah, you should. Nice. Did you um, see the uh, the Zephyrus combo that that you can do with uh, Demon Hunter? We totally called it too on. Uh, I forget when we called it. Maybe it was last week, or maybe it was the it set was on review. The review it was on the set review show that where you pulled Doomhammer from Zephyrs and and just insanely. Or you pull yeah, you either pull Doomhammer or you pull. You can get Doomhammer by playing Zephyrus on turn seven, uh, <laughs> and then you get Inner Demon, and Inner Demon just swings for twenty out of nowhere. Oh, that's sick. Yeah, um, yeah. think about that. One of our friends, uh, Silent Nick, over in Italy, um, he got it on video. <laughs> it's on his Twitter if you want to see it, but it's pretty gross. Uh, it's pretty funny. It's hilarious. Yeah, yeah. And did you did you start with uh, eleven uh, bonus stars when you started climbing, or you at ten or nine? I first? started with ten. I, I started hit, with see, 10 that, that's a lot well. harder. That's a lot harder. Yeah. I, so uh, we it, didn't get the bonus. Like Memnark was saying last week that he got the bonus stars all the way through Legend. Where yeah. we didn't, but still, I think that 15 stars is easier than 25, right? It's still hard. No, because like if you start off with 11, and it was weird because I had hit legend, I had hit legend all three servers last uh, last uh, month, and one of the servers I didn't get the 11th bonus star. I got it on the other two, but not one of them. So I was a little bit confused about that, and it does make a huge difference because when you get to like what, rank five diamond, you still get two stars per win. Well, yeah, that'd be I'd be legend three times by now. Yeah, so so basically, you can win one, lose one, and you'll get to legend pretty easy at a at a fifty percent win rate. Um, so it's a big difference if you start with eleven or ten. So if you did it with if you started with ten, it's a little bit more of a grind from five on. Yeah, so. it it still was. I mean, you you have to have a good win rate. I mean, it's well, yeah, it just it has to be over fifty percent. That's the just how it works. Yeah. Um, I will say, you know, it's still a grind. It's just not as bad of a grind. 
Well, there's like there's like almost 1,100 uh, wild legends on NA already. It's crazy. So when I hit, I I I landed at 212. Um, yeah. when I hit on day four, and I went like over overnight. Um, came came back and I was at three something, and then the next day I'm at four something, and now I'm sitting at like 800 something because I've been playing. Oh, yeah. Decay is crazy. Oh, the decay is nuts. I've been playing standard, and so I'm trying to to jam through there. Um. And my my wild rank is just terrible. One of the things that I really like is uh, this. I think is just kind of the mental aspect of it is that now on the climb up, I see my rank, but I don't see anyone else's rank until I hit legend. And then it was crazy because I'm sitting in like dumpster legend, and I'm yeah. I'm facing off against rank seven players. It's just crazy. <laughs> Yeah, well, uh, so, yeah, uh, what is it? Shia, Shia? I never know how to pronounce his name. Shia Wasina or something like that? Ooh, I don't know. I know you're talking about. about yeah, yeah. Yeah. My first game of the year, of the month, he had just hit rank one legend uh, with, uh, with uh, what was it? Uh, that was fast. <clears throat> I don't know. What, I don't remember what deck it was he hit rank one legend. My first game, I was like, whatever the bottom level was, was against him. But I didn't <laughs> know he was rank one legend. And so he like he added me afterward. He's like, "Ha! I bet that was a good first game." And I was like, "What?" Because he saw my he could see my rank. I couldn't see his. Right, right. So the so the, the hidden MMR is, is a little nuts. I think it's good in the sense if you have ladder anxiety, it's probably uh, something that helps um, a lot of a lot of people out there. Because you don't you're you know you're not going to see what their rank is, and if you knew right away that they're you're facing off against legend players before you're a legend, it might add a little bit uh, a little bit more anxiety. To it's those, time to those suffer. Craig, it's time to put our legend card back back on. <laughs> why? Why is it that uh, sometimes you see the rank and sometimes you don't? You, you see only it. see it as legend. Yeah, one, you see it once you hit legend, then you see their rank. Gotcha. That's frustrating. Yeah, the other day, I think it makes sense though because I think a lot of legend players would probably do that thing where you let the person win if they're like rank one. You know, like I, I know I do that a lot. So then I'd be, you know, it would probably be abusable a little bit. That reminds me, do you remember Tell saying like when he was trying to grind for his golden heroes that he would purposefully lose, 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 lose 20 games in a row to like get all the way back to rank 20? So, oh, yeah, so he did that, that with Mage, I think. <laughs> so, that yeah. he could, so that he could, you know, win streak back up and win real easy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's pretty funny. <laughs> do you remember, do you remember Salty? Do you remember Salty from the show? Oh. It was like it was like OG OG uh, Top Deck Kings. Like the first like five episodes of the show, Salty was their third co-host. Oh, okay. No, I, I, don't prob- I probably yeah. heard it, but I don't remember. He, I mean, he was he was the rager on the show, uh, and uh, he he played so much Hearthstone. But he would I, he would concede all the way down. If he lost like two games in a row, he'd be screw it, and he would just concede as far as he could all the way down just to rage do it. Uh, <laughs> And uh, oh, that, that was kind of funny. I faced him a ladder a few times too, and you knew as soon as he insta insta conceded, you knew he was on a bender. I know me and <laughs> me and uh, Astros have a similar MMR because we were facing each other on the climb up to Legend uh, the other day, and it was funny. We were both playing discard locks. <laughs> it was an interesting game to say the least. It was <laughs> hilarious. He didn't realize I'm sitting here eating my lunch at the computer. I was spectating Astros because I had stuff going on one screen, and I was spectating Hearthstone on the other screen. Um, and I was watching Astros, and he queued into Craig, and I was like, "Oh my god!" <laughs> it's, it's I was loud. I noticed it's Sky Captain Craig, and he's like, "Oh my god, <laughs> you're right." Um, that was funny. 
That's funny. Wait, who won that game? I can't you remember. You did. Yeah, you did. Oh, and yeah, Astros right. was laughing because he, he goes, hey, Craig's using the deck that I made, and he beat me with it. It was his old list, too. Right, right. I think I saw, I think I saw Craig uh, with Q and a Rod. That was pretty funny. Q and to who? Rod. Oh, no, don't talk about that. <laughs> <laughs> Cut that out of the show. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. I was uh, I, I laughed. I thought it was funny. It was a good time. <laughs> it I, was a good time. Uh... <laughs> Oops. <laughs> it's a long story. Let's just say me and Rod were, were arguing about after that one. <laughs> love yeah, you, Rod. Cl- classic Rod. You got to love his stream. You know, you know I do love him. Yeah, he, he gets you know so mad, but he is a lot of fun. Hey, Check not- out Tier 5, everyone. <laughs> sniper, no sniping. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and don't train snipe, folks. <laughs> Even if you're trying to be funny. <laughs> well, if you're gonna snipe, be as overt as you were. Like, hey, yeah. what's up? I'm here. <laughs> yeah, just so you know, I'm sniping you with a deck you hate. You <laughs> didn't believe me. <laughs> okay. Anyway. Sorry to be Oh, jeez. Oh, it's fun. It's fine. <laughs> Sorry, oh god Rod Johnson, we love five. you yes we love you <laughs> so you guys want to talk about the nerfs at all sure absolutely all right let me put them up on the screen here's the first first batch was the i-beam uh went from from costing zero on outcast to costing one i hate that nerf <laughs> i tell you i really hate the way that outcast like the way that card interacts with uh with the skull so if you draw that and then it ends up on the outside of your hand, it doesn't cost zero, even though you reduced it by three. You know, like the one over though the the outcast trigger over like it it replaces the yeah. zero cast part. You know what I mean? I hate. I don't like it at all. But I understand it. But I yeah. just don't like it. Well, I mean, I think we've experienced right any anytime something costs zero, there's potential for for it to, things to be problematic. Oh, for sure. But, and like I understand why I need to get nerfed. I just really dislike that when you draw when you draw draw it off of skull and it's supposed to cost zero and then it ends up costing one. Yeah. Yeah. From the outside of your hand. But that's yeah, a good no, it's nerf. True, it's true. Um I think everyone knew Skull of Gul'dan was gonna get nerfed like right away. Especially because I think Demon Hunter in general runs all these low cost cards. And yeah. so generally, like it's draw three. It, it it almost reminds me of playing Alex Draza because you draw three cards and they all cost zero. It's like, oh, yeah. cool. <laughs> um, I saw I saw Zelay talk about that card when he was doing his card. Just how hysterical he was when he was talking about. It. He's like, I can't believe this card exists. Like <laughs> he was just because I mean, you look at Nourish, right? Nourish was the one that was, uh, you know, that most druids run. Mm-hmm. It's now at six mana. <laughs> Uh, unless you have the quest going on, you have to choose between either ramping or drawing three cards with it. Costs one less, and you're you're essentially ramping because you're discounting every card that you're drawing to one turn earlier. Um, well, yeah, that, it's like ramping on steroids, you know. Like, yeah. <laughs> it's insane. Yeah. And if you're playing the Kale Fest version too, you're probably uh, you know um, discounting some combo pieces along with it. Um, it's just solid card, and even now that it's nerfed, it's still still like an auto include. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, I'm still playing oh, yeah. it. I pulled. But you still almost want to play it in odd demon hunter, almost. <laughs> <laughs> I pulled you know two what? golden copies, so I'm. <laughs> it's I'm nice happy, that yeah. they, they they almost accidentally fixed. I wonder if that nerf, like, do you think it's just a coincidence that they fixed the glitch with odd odd demon hunter by doing that, or do you think that was kind of like, well, this kills two birds one stone? 
What What do you mean? What's the fix? Uh, well, before because, yeah. oh, go ahead, Dream Buff. No, so basically, if you so if you're playing odd demon hunter in wild, um, and you drew uh, I beam in your left or rightmost hand, it would it would take the trigger away, so you wouldn't have the upgraded hero power if you had it in your mulligan. Oh, because yeah. I would think it's even. Oh, yeah. I, I was confused because I, I I saw Corbett's list, and I, that was when I was first uh, trying out uh, demon hunter in wild, and I was like, oh sweet. So I built it real quick. I got on ladder, and then. My hero didn't trigger, and I was so confused. I was like, "Did I forget to put Baku in my deck?" <laughs> or, and then I thought Corbett was like uh, was just trolling, just trolling us <laughs> and, and, and gave us like a deck code that didn't have Baku like on purpose. And I was like, "Oh, what the heck happened?" And then I went back and I'm going through the list. And I'm like, oh, "No, Baku's in there. Is there an even card in there?" I'm going up and down. What, what's what's the issue? And I was so frustrated. And then eventually, I, I figured it out. But uh, going in, I went, think I went to Corbett's stream. I was like, "What's the deal with your list?" And he's like, oh, yeah, this is going on. But yeah, it's it was a weird, weird bug. For sure. It was funny, though. <laughs> People are just like, oh, my opponent, my opponent had this, but then they're just like, oh, he deserved it. You know, like, he, he, deserved, to get, he deserved to get screwed. Yeah. But anyway. <clears throat> what do you think about Next. the Warblades? War so Warblades, what was it? A, a three mana, two, three with lifesteal, and it's now a two, two. Still a decent card, I think. Like, yeah. Still- I mean, I, I, I'm happy that the nerfs didn't make the class unplayable. I mean, I think it's they've been better with the nerfs, but when they first started really nerfing cards, like they would nerf them into unplayability. Yeah. And they're not doing that anymore. It's just a little bit weaker, but they're still, they'll still see play. I mean, all these still see play, right? When there's one more, yeah. um, it's the. Uh, imprisoned antian which we all thought that the imprisoned cards the dormant cards were going to suck but this one i think is actually pretty good uh to especially if you can keep the board cleared it's just 10 damage to face this is pretty nuts uh so what is it it's six now what did it used to be five yeah Yeah, it used to be five i think that card's not good enough at least for wild anymore i wasn't playing it in my original list either though in wild no this is for standard i think um but I don't know. It's interesting. I, I don't have any real issue with the nerves. Um, yeah, I mean, they basically are looking at the class and trying to figure out what its weaknesses and strengths are. And you have to sort of tackle. So they tackle the life still out aspect of it with I beam and and the weapon, um, and then you know having just an overpowered five drop um, is something they have to tackle too. Because the the deck was good at everything. You can heal. Had a very uh, Quest or what, Kingsbane Rogue, old school Kingsbane Rogue feel, where yeah. like you'd be so low on life, but then you have the life steal weapon, and you just you know, yeah, uh, yeah, you know, heal all the way back up and then attack face, and then plus, I mean, I guess if we're talking about possible future nerfs with the class, a lot of people have been bringing up uh, the legendary that everybody got for free, which is the three two uh, ultra. Very good. Oh, that card uh, is bananas. Yeah, that's really yeah. that's I've. You can have a full get full bore clear relatively yeah. easy and the fact like that a, it hits heroes as well is is pretty crazy yeah it's like a knife juggler and steroids um which is which is pretty nuts for a card like that so uh, to be able to deal with wide boards to be able to heal up to be able to do face damage um the de- the the class right now can do a little bit of everything and i think the other card that people are talking about are is uh the s- seven mana demon priestess oh that does six priestess damage here. at the end of of the turn. Yeah, yeah. That card is crazy I mean, it, too. It get it gets destroyed by sack pack pretty bad in in, in standard for sure. <laughs> but the entire class gets destroyed by sack pack. Yeah, uh, well, yeah, I mean, yeah. how long is it? 
How long is it before Sack Pack gets Hall of Famed is my question. Like, I, I mean, I don't, know. I don't know. Not that that changes anything for Wild, but like I, I was raging so hard yesterday in Standard playing and the Warlocks, uh, the Galakrond Warlocks with the dragons and stuff are just, I dropped some giant demon and uh, kill it for zero mana, gain five health. It's like, oh man. I mean, it's tough when when a tech card is only in one class. It makes it, it makes it kind of irritating because you know that that's like that's the go to deck that everybody's going to want to play to hard counter demon hunter. And uh, you usually like to see neutral tech cards as opposed to you know, one, for one class. Yeah, except for yeah, it's true. <laughs> if they if they ever do Hall of Fame sack pack, then. Lord Draxus might be playable again <laughs> in standard, at least. True. True. But, uh, yeah, I mean, I think the nerfs are, are fine overall. I hope they don't nerf anymore. If they're going to do any more nerfs, they should probably look at Kael'thas and not any more Demon Hunter cards. I think that Kael'thas would be fine if they said your third spell each turn or something instead of three infinite uh, or every third infinite. Like, Oh, yeah, yeah. I don't know. I don't know. The deck. I seem to like it, considering this week's Tavern Brawl is literally my <laughs> Kalthus Tavern Brawl. Yeah. I mean, what I will say is that playing the Kalthus deck is not super easy. Some yeah. of it, it, you know, so it it's skill intensive, so I don't feel... I don't know. I've only gone up against that deck a handful of times, and I've always won. And I think yeah. that, you know, it's been very close, but it's draw dependent and it's skill dependent. And if you don't have both of those things going for you then you know you don't win so yeah i don't, I don't have too much of a problem with the demon hunter combo in general i think if you're just looking at kalthos as a card there's many decks that are that are taking advantage of the mana cheat that it does obviously in wild you look at druid and what it can do with that with that card it's pretty insane and uh even the standard druid uh, that's running more of the token variant you're seeing them jam kalthos i think their turns are actually pretty a lot, a lot nastier than what Demon Hunter is able to do because the thing with Demon Hunter is that you have that weird conundrum of like, should I have it lowered in the curve so my outcast cards aren't as like dead if you if you get locked out because you get like you get the the expensive cards in your left and right hand uh, of the um, of your hand then you you're not able to uh, to play that you you float a ton of mana sometimes um, yeah so I don't know what do you think about the outcast? Uh, mechanic in general i mean i i, oh, I love it yeah yeah it's, it's one of my favorite mechanics they've ever done like oh yeah it's very good just thinking about like how you mulligan like okay is this a matchup where i can keep a uh, skull in my left part of my hand <laughs> right right at the get-go um even though that watcher card that watcher card is sweet mm -hmm. you can set up really cool turns where you know you can get your spectral sights uh you know on the left hand or the right hand most of your uh, or for your next draw or, or draw into your skull to the and set up your outcast cards that way. Even the one mana, two one. Uh, that's basically like a kobold for for a demon hunter uh, without the negative effect. Mm -hmm. I mean, obviously, I don't know. There's just, uh, it's it makes you think about your turns a little bit more than just like, okay, it's a two mana card, I'm going to play it. A three mana card, I'm going to play it. I'm going to, you also have to set up like, well, if I play one on the right hand or on the left hand right now, it sets up for, um, Skull of Goldan because it's two to the right. Um, so just like knowing how your hand's going to progress over multiple turns makes you think about it, and I think that's a really cool mechanic. Yeah, I like it. It 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 really forces you to just think a lot more. You don't just play on curve. You have to plan ahead a little bit, and I like that. Yeah. And now that we have we have Scry in uh, Hearthstone, 
Yeah, the little yeah, watcher no guy. One's which playing, is... No one's playing it. I'm playing it. Sorry, it's from from Magic, from Magic the Gathering, oh, where it's you. It's the hey, you look at these three cards and figure out which one you're going to put on the top of your deck. Um, so you can plan so good. plan your next turn in advance. So I good. I like it. So. I, I love that card. You I think really it's like, got, you guys love that card. I think you guys are insane. No, no, that card's that card's so good. Insanely good. Insanely bad looking. It, <laughs> it, it helps you set. It helps. I don't know how it is in wild. I haven't really. I don't know. In wild, I mean, I I went eight and one with a with a Highlander list in standard, and I was running it because it made sense. Like it's it it fits with the rest of the stuff. Um, mm-hmm. In wild, I don't. In wild is another story, right? I don't think it it might not be good enough. Um, I think when you're not drawing a card, it just doesn't seem that great to me. But maybe I'm underestimating. Well, it. it's tracking on a body, except you don't discard, right? No, it's not. Tracking is way better. Ah. Way better. I, well, I mean, I know you don't draw it, right? You draw it next turn, but it lets you plan. So like tracking, tracking if you didn't get a card out of it. I mean, it's it's a three-two body, and depending on how you're planning your mana curve to where you're you're trying to make sure you utilize all your mana every turn, having a three-two um, that that sets you up for future tunes can be good, really good, especially if you're trying to set up outcast cards too. If you haven't drawn your skull yet, if you haven't drawn your spectral side shed, or your your two one draw, you can set it up to where you can cycle through your deck a little bit more efficiently. Um, I also run the uh, the four mana four four that discounts your demons by two, um, just so I can set up for early priestess turns. Or if I want to tempo out the three two for free on turn four, I can do that as well as I set up my turn five for like a war glades. Um, so there's just it's just how you use it. I think yeah, in and of itself, I mean, you if you compare it to tracking, it's it's a lot different because tracking thins your deck of the bad cards. As well. Um, right, but right. Really, but but I, you know, I think of it as just a, a completely different mechanic in in the right kind of build. Yeah, I don't think you can compare it to tracking as much as you could compare it to any other card. Like, I, I understand mm-hmm. that they're kind of similar, but the the outcome is totally different. Where tracking yeah. gets you a card that you need right now. This card's a card like maybe I'll need it next turn. You know. Mm-hmm. But I do. I, I think I can understand why Nate. Why you like it would. It would be way less good in a different class. It's true. Like it's just because it's because of the outcast mechanic. That's what makes it as good as it is, um, because you can. That's that's the whole point. You're setting it up for your future maybe outcast cards that you can draw off the top. Yeah, I never um, thought about it like that either. That's smart. Yeah. yeah. So. Anyways, yeah, I mean, I'm having fun with it. I mean, I I saw Tyler Root is doing his race to. Uh, is it what race to a thousand wins with demon hunter? Right. Yeah. I don't, what's the, what's the prize is a giant TV or something like that. I don't remember. I don't know. I'm going to, I'm going to try to do it since now I'm unemployed. So why not? <laughs> you guys better watch out. I'm at like 27. <laughs> I'm at like 20. I think. <laughs> I think I oh, had oh, 57. Today. The, okay. First, first prize uh, is $200 and 60 packs. Well, is there actually not- a prize? Yeah. Yeah. Who's doing this? Uh, I think it's Tyler Rude. So do you have to like sign up through his like? I don't know. I don't know. Okay. Um, I'll you check out his check out his Twitter or his stream okay. or whatever. But yeah, no, there's a contest going. Uh, Interesting. I don't know. I don't know if there's an official sign up. I mean, you have to prove it somehow, right? Oh, you like have to a- be. You've got to be in his his Discord and play games with the deck tracker on. Is what we're being told. So. Well, I could never get that because I play on my phone a hell of a lot. Yeah, I'm strictly mobile too. 
And I'll never hit a thousand wins with. I haven't hit a thousand wins with any of the classes yet, so I don't think I'm gonna fly there with Demon Hunter. What is your What is your next your closest one? My closest one is uh, probably Druid at like nine fifty, and then I have a bunch at eight hundred, nine hundred. But okay. I just play all the classes except for Rogue. Essentially, I have like <laughs> four hundred and four hundred wins with Rogue, probably, and everything else. <laughs> In the five, six, seven hundreds, eight hundreds, nine hundreds. Don't tell ridiculous hat that. <laughs> oh, that's the thing. I like rogue. I'm just so bad with it that they're mostly losses, right? So I probably played the same amount of games. <laughs> don't win them. Yeah. Rogue, I, I never really have the urge to play. I the one that the one deck that I played a ton of was Quest Rogue back in the day, but nowadays very rarely will I open up my rogue collection. I started well, I Quest Rogue. I love that deck. One of my favorite decks ever. Yeah, yeah. I mean, we. I don't. I. I saw a theory craft in Wild of a Quest Rogue that looked really fun. I've been playing, experimenting with Corbett's um, Secret Rogue, which is really oh, interesting. Yeah. I'd yeah. like to try that. I don't want to say that it's good, but it's definitely fun. <laughs> Some of the cards are strong, though. So. Yeah, that one two who like basically saps you back, or it's like a freezing trap. On yeah, the that card is nuts. It's uh, freezing, crazy. freezing, freezing sap. Yeah, that's crazy. That card's I not. I, that from. I think their secrets really the bamboozle secrets pretty, pretty crazy too. To increase it by annoying. three, yeah. Oh, it's crazy. Uh, it's so annoying to play against. The only you know, frustrating all- thing is that everybody knows that it's bamboozle, and so they just attack your face instead. Um, yeah, but it's some. It's so tempting though. Like you have a I weapon know. up, and you're trying to protect your minions, and you're like, like, what am I gonna do? Uh, but yeah, yeah, that's a that's a nutty card. Uh, so I have a couple I have a couple lists here, um, to to kind of go over. There's not a whole lot of news really, but I thought, um, hey, what have what have other people been playing this week that we could share or talk about or whatever? The meta is so fresh that nothing is is refined yet. But here's kind yeah. of here's kind of what we saw. Uh, so our buddy Astral Astral's Flame has been playing Discard Warlock. Hit Legend with it yesterday. I, I um, love this deck. <laughs> it's so fun. It's so fun. Um, I I love the quest. It's too slow. I think a lot of people feel like it's too slow. Like it's a tempo loss on turn one. Yeah. But like, God, I just love it. <laughs> um, oh, wait. Astral's playing the quest? No, no he's not. No, he's not. Oh, he said after he yeah. hit Legend, he was going to try to... Um, come up with a version that included the quest just to what see let's do again i don't even remember after you discard six cards uh, and you play the quest you have a portal that summons two three two demons at the end of each oh turn. yeah that seems bad i don't know <laughs> i i like it for end game though because you can i don't know just if if i think with this deck sometimes if the games go long you can you run out of cards um Literally, you go into fatigue. Yeah, I mean, at least this gets you... It, it gets you stuff on board that you can run in, into uh, other minions and not worry about... Like, they come back next turn. But It's a I, really... Sorry, it's a really cool deck because like it is one of the only aggro decks where 
you're not running out of cards in hand almost ever. It's very rare that you're running out of resources in hand. You literally just burn your deck. You know, and then, and then it's like, okay, I have eight cards left in my deck. Can I still win this game? And usually the answer is like, no. <laughs> <laughs> or it's just barely. It's never like, oh, I'm going to crush them. It's just always close. <laughs> I really like it, though. I'm, I'm really hoping this is the deck I hit Legend with this month. I like that it's so fast that... Like you either win quickly or you lose quickly, but like you, it's not one of these twenty-minute matches. Um, there's nothing like playing a game for twenty minutes and then losing. It's like wow, that's twenty yeah. minutes of my life I'll never get back. <laughs> yeah, you'll get the odd long game with it, like against a priest sometimes, but usually it's like you can kind of concede when you realize there's nothing to do. The only reason it's hard to concede is because Cataclysm is so like <laughs> insane in this matchup where you can clear the board, deal like eight damage to their face with your fist of Jaraxxuses and leave some silverware golems behind. So like sometimes you want to at least try, but uh, it's super cool. That hand, the hand of Gul'dan, the, the six mana when you discard this draw three is just nutty nutty butter bar like that's an incredible card yeah oh hey for the people who are listening uh via podcast i'll post the deck lists um with the show notes or whatever we can we'll, we'll share them that way um yeah you'll get them so who else uh that was fun and then our good friend blue train hit legend for the first time which is really exciting Yay. so Yay, blue train. yeah congrats dude that's i think that's very cool so he hit with uh, even hunter i saw danny hit legend with even hunter as well uh i'm not i'm not quite sure how the two versions compare but um but here's uh his version here which is really exciting it's always a good feeling right um so, yeah, so it's new tools that got in this one was pack tactics, right? Yeah, pack uh, pack tactics are just it's uh, just absurd, especially. Uh, uh, yeah. I mean, it's a huge tempo swing. We've talked about putting it in a couple lists. I know there's a few of us working on like egg hunter lists because mm. making a three three copy of anything death rattle. Um, I know I was spectating EK for a while yesterday, and he was trying to make it work. Um, the problem is like quest mage is just better, <laughs> but, yeah. but, um, it's this, again, this is, it's a very aggressive deck. It goes very fast. I mean, I have barely played it, so I not hard, hardly an expert on it, but, um, uh, very excited for our friend here. So like a turn three coin, like face stalker into hero power into pack tactics. It's like the Uber nuts, isn't it? Yeah. Cause then, cause then you're, you're they, they have, they're trying to kill your face stalker. And if they try to attack it, then how many, what? Three three copy of the same one. Um, is that pack pack tactic? No, gives it is it a copy? It's a yeah, three. It's a three it's three, three, three copy. copy. Yeah, yeah. yeah, that's right, that's right. And so they have to deal with two of them. If not, they're going to continue to get value off their hero power from face stalker. Like but that that gross. interaction is is just annoying. Yeah, and I guess I guess it's too fast to run uh, run the death knight, huh? Because I mean, call of the wilds kind of pushing it already. But um, yeah, I think I wonder if you could. So I wonder if you could run the Death Knight instead of Call of the Wilds. It's possible. Well, you. I mean, I think Duin was saying that um, you use Deathstalker Rexar as like a draw engine if you need to, or a board clear if you need to. So I've seen some people running it. Well, um, yeah, I was thinking, I was thinking the ten mana one, not necessarily Deathstalker. Rexar. Oh, Zoljin. Zoljin, yeah. Yeah, I mean, you get your secrets back for sure, and then you, you get the Call of the Wild guys back. Yeah. Well, and I think that's the thing, right? The meta is so fresh. I mean, we're literally, what, three, four days in that um, these none of these lists are are what I would call refined. 
Yeah. So although it might be too slow, I mean, you're you're probably trying to kill him way before then anyway. Yeah. But... I it's not. I don't feel like it's bad to have as like a, you know, a finisher just in case. Um, yeah, you know, like you're going up against a slower stuff, deck, or yeah. yeah, yeah, for sure. But, but that's cool. Uh, let me see what else I have seen here. Um, our buddy Keith, Keith Numbers, hit legend with um, an aggro demon hunter. It was not, and he said it was post nerf. Um, yeah, get me out. Get me out. Is playing a version that's post nerf still and. It's pretty pretty great. Yeah, um, I mean it's a pirate pirate version. I mean you just hit face over and over and, <laughs> and kill your yeah, opponent. Yeah, the one I mean. <laughs> the version the version that Get Me Out is playing isn't playing as many pirates. It's only playing the two blood sails and the patches, which I prefer. I don't like. I mean, don't get me wrong. This deck is strong. I just hate ships cannons decks that are that, <laughs> like they're just so boring I find. Like I do enjoy them in Warrior for whatever reason. Like that's one place where I like a good ship's cannon. But when you put it in Rogue and when you put it in Paladin, when you put it in uh De- Death Hunter or Demon Hunter, I'm like, get out of here with that. <laughs> You're gonna make Astral Flame cry. Don't don't do that. <laughs> oh Astral don't mind. Astral you 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 tough enough. <laughs> I I like Pirate Rogue. I I like Pirate Rogue, but I I feel you. I mean, I I think that any almost any deck you can grab the whole like pirate package and like jam it in the low end of the deck and fill the rest with aggressive stuff. Um you know, I don't know. I'm surprised he's not running the the legendary um what is it? Kane Sunfury in this deck, the one that avoids taunt. Like he's just not running it. But it yeah. must be fast, you know. I don't know. I I like more, for me personally, I like more mid rangey, um, style decks. So, it's not not my jam. Um, but it but it's cool. It's nice to see what's out there. And I get tilted so hard when I play aggro, go face with everything, couple board clears, and then I'm sitting here top decking. Like, yeah. Oh, it, top deck like... my ship's cannon. Oh, great. <laughs> yeah, that's why I don't play as much aggro too, because I hate the feeling. Or yeah. Just like, okay, well, I guess I concede. <laughs> right. I mean, the games are fast. You know, if you're yeah. trying for that, but but it's a fast win or a fast lose. Um, yeah, it's just perfect if you're trying to grind that uh, thousand win hero portrait. Well, that's true. That's true. That's me. <laughs> uh, so, and then the other list that I was looking at, and I haven't played it, but I've got a soft spot for Katrina Winterwisp. Is this list from Petalol? Um, it's a. It's like a secret giant beast hunter it's really interesting so the low end has got mad scientist and a bunch of secrets the top end has got sylvanist uh beast master lorax charge devil sword katrina king crush and undasta so i mean i don't know if it's too slow but they hit legend with it so um can't be that bad i'd like to try this deck too i really want to try the even hunter and i want to try this deck the Even Hunter, I, I didn't love it last expansion. I don't know. Maybe it's just because of that aggro thing we were just talking about where sometimes it's frustrating to run out of resources. But I do really love that 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 guy who pulls secrets out of your deck, Face Talker. Yeah. Yeah. So I kind of want to try that now. 
This is going to be a fun. It's going to be fun. I've been. I'm not going to lie. I've been a little frustrated because I've been really trying to hit legend. Especially, I, it's nothing against Nate, but when Nate hit legend, I said, "Well, now I have to as well." <laughs> so now I've been trying to hit it, so I haven't been able to play as much fun stuff. Except <laughs> Disco Lock is so fun and pretty good that that's what that's what I'm. I, ref, I refuse to to stop playing, and I've been playing all day, all night, and still <laughs> not getting there. So you guys wish me luck. Hey, you got what, like 19 more days left or something like that? You got. You got oh, you've got plenty of time, yeah. Well, that's, that's how it was when you hit Legend and Standard. I was like, oh, God, now I got to do it. <laughs> yeah, that's hey, true. Little... And I did, I did laugh at you the other week. Too. <laughs> I said, I just hit Legend and Standard. So I kind of hit Legend twice, and Nate's only hit once. And Nate's like, oh, yeah, Craig? Yeah. <laughs> It was weird though. Like I, I don't know. I got it was like the mindset, right? I kind of got myself into this trance, and like I'm just gonna sit here and do it. And you just keep hitting, keep hitting, play, 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 and jam through. I mean, I don't know. It was it was a uh, it's interesting. But yeah. Anyways, yeah. So here's I've got the ones that you sent me, Craig. That uh, you've been playing. So, um, the the other version of the discard warlock um well, well, didn't I, I think it, no i think i sent you astro's version oh did you is it the same that's funny okay i thought because yeah, astro's my understanding is that he made two right there was oh yes okay so i was playing astro's old version is this it or no no this is the one that you sent me so this is the yeah. newer one the old one was more like a zoo deck right with yeah the old one was more zoo it was playing frenzied Fellwing. it was playing flame wake uh flame walker the, the little three imp, two. the little little one man a three two imp right yeah flame imp. Yeah. there we go um but it was very it was similar it was playing Spellbreaker for for its silence and it didn't have as much like it didn't have any of the taunts it didn't have the the lifesteal legendary like it was it was definitely more aggressive it was more high rolly like it was like mm -hmm. you know you could win games real quick um it was more burst potential but this deck is definitely more the one that we're looking at, I think, is just argue like strictly better. Where yeah. you're just you have more choices, you have more control over what you're gonna discard. I like this deck more than the than the one I was playing, and that one, the one I was playing was good. I got up to rank two with it, but then I switched over to Astro's uh, Astro's version, and I got up to rank one with it. So oh, I nice. Feel okay. What I I liked about this version, I spectated him for I don't know almost an hour while I was eating lunch and hanging out, was that there's tons of refill. Yeah. Um, there's lots of draw. There's lots of, uh, what is it? Princess Jekyllick that you, you, all of a sudden you've got six copies in your hand, you know, it's, um, uh, so it's fun. It's pretty crazy. Who would have you like the nightshade card? Nightshade matron. Uh, matron. It's the like the four new, mana new five, five. Yeah. It's good. Um, it's especially good. Anything that says discard your highest cars card is pretty good because of hot hand of, uh, Gul'dan or whatever. Um, so I, I like it a lot. Like once in a while it's awkward, but then it's nice because when it is awkward, you just discard it. So like it's not it's not the worst. Um sure. I really I do like it. it. It kills secret mages, five fives, no problem. It kills things from below, no problem. Um it's definitely not the strongest card in the look. I think it would get cut if there was more options, but there's not, right? Like you need to you need the redundancy. Yeah. Uh, I like I like it more than a lot of the other stuff. The I think the real MVP though is the two mana two one. Um discard your highest cost card and add two copies of it to your hand i uh, think that's, that's very good that's where you keep the gas 
gas flowing, right? Because you keep getting a hand of Goldans back. Well, yeah. Usually, I don't want a hands of Goldan discarded with that because it does get a little hard to manage. Depending on the matchup, but like it gets a little hard to to manage it. It's yeah. just too, too much card draw and stuff. But but I do. I I I love that card though. That two mana one. Even if you get a fist of Draxus, you're laughing because that's just twelve damage from a two mana <laughs> card. Who Down would have down. thought that we'd be living in a world where we play Cataclysm in a non-Mechathune deck, right? <laughs> right. Yeah, that's crazy. And non-Quest deck. Right? Yeah. Well, and Cataclysm just wins you games sometimes. Like, if you have two Fist of Jaraxxuses, two Silverware Golems, like, you just go crazy when you play the Cataclysm. Yeah. This deck looks fun. It's fun. Yeah, it's fun. It's fun. And then the other one uh, that you gave me was this aggro... Um, demon hunter deck i don't i regret i don't have an odd demon hunter deck i i um was looking for a good one but after the nerfs everything got tweaked a little bit so yeah uh maybe next week i don't know yeah corbett had hit rank one legend with the pre-nerfed one that was pretty good but you don't see that one anymore <laughs> yeah it's definitely not as good now without skull of skull of Gul'dan. i don't know if it's even it, it beats the regular uh, demon hunters. Like the odd version, almost always beats the regular ones. But it just doesn't feel as good overall to me. Yeah. Personally, and I'm an expert. I'm almost legend. <laughs> <laughs> I got I got in big shit because uh, Shokunin, our executive producer, um, messaged me because I was playing her. I'm playing Hearthstone right now a little bit. Not gonna lie, <laughs> I'm just so addicted right now. And um, <laughs> He goes, are, are you kidding me? <laughs> You're recording the show live and playing. I swear, I swear I'm barely paying attention to Hearthstone. <laughs> hey, you get bonus points if you hit Legend live on the show. Exactly. I'm doing research. <laughs> are you rank one right now? I'm rank two, 2.2. 2. Maybe, maybe, uh, anyway, we'll see. I'm going to hit Legend soon. You guys watch. <laughs> okay. It feels good to do it again. Like I, I mean, I would love to be able to start doing it every month again. Um, with the bonus stars, you know, maybe we'll be able to. I don't know. I mean, I'm so super dumpster in legend that I don't think that I will be getting the eleven stars next time. But you never know. I mean, yeah. Do Do you guys know how that works exactly? How do you get the eleven star? I Memnark was saying that he thought that it was based on some kind of like cumulative. MMR like overall ranking across multiple servers across past seasons not just the last season like or maybe yeah. it depends on your finish like if you finish high legend versus well, like just to clear that up quick it's not multiple servers ever no okay right? like, okay no no America, you're right that makes sense yeah yeah America doesn't care about or doesn't care about Asia but I think some people have the prediction that it's double legend was enough but I don't think it is just double legend like wild and standard legend I don't think so no. But it seems like it's just the higher your MMR is. Like if you have a really high MMR, you'll get eleven. Yeah, because I got I got it on NA and EU, but I didn't get it on Asia. And hmm. I hit legend. On. So was, Were you double weird. legend on all of them? No, I, I I haven't hit standard legend in like three or four. Months. I oh, okay, and you got eleven stars without that. Yeah, I got eleven stars without that on EU and NA, but Asia I didn't. Hmm. Huh. So I, I, that's why I was kind of confused. I was sure why i mean i have more history on 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 eu and na so that's that makes sense if it if it goes back several yeah it might be it sounded like it was cumulative but i think a lot of the mmr is hidden so and yeah. they they haven't been super forthcoming with 
and that's fine. I, at least for me, I don't really care about the kind of black magic science behind <laughs> behind it. But there's some, you know, there's some voodoo going on with their MMR system. But it's fine. Uh, I was actually really surprised that I even got five star or ten star bonus because I was only ranked three or something. I thought I was going to be at nine star bonus, so I was pretty happy about that. Well, yeah, that was interesting. So last season, like I I ended last season. Like when the season ended, I was sitting at rank five. I had hit rank two, and then and then like slid all the way back, um, and still ended up with ten. So I don't know, I don't know. But then again, if you look at the last few months, it was all rank two, rank three, rank five, like all in between that. So I don't know, I don't know. Yeah, it looks like they just they know who to to take care of, you know. <laughs> These guys give us good press. Let's give them a good rank. Yeah. Hey, that's cool. <laughs> but uh, overall, Krimpo, how do you feel about the new ranking system? Uh, I like it. Um, I think one of the biggest problems with Wild uh, Ladder was when you hit Legend early, it, you, it was no point in playing. You um, sit in a queue for 10 minutes. You sit in a queue for 10 minutes, and you can, like, say I got Legend on third. I would enter in at, like, you know, top 10, top 20, and I cannot play the rest of the month and still finish top 50. Um, and and the incentive, there's no incentive to play one, was, like you said, the biggest thing is the queue times. You can sit in queue for 5 to 10 minutes, and it's, it's just not worth doing, so you end up jumping on other servers. That's the only reason why I play other servers, is because, uh, or one of the main reasons, I should say, is just because, you know, you don't want to sit in that queue, so you're like, okay, I'll just try to hit Legend on the mm-hmm. wild servers. Uh, but now, since uh, more people are getting legend uh, a little bit quicker, and since they're matching you based on MMR, not rank, you, you can get games right away, even if you hit legend early, and that's a big deal. Yeah, yeah. Just if you're trying to rank up, yeah. So I think overall it's a positive thing. Yeah, I agree. I kind of hope that down the line, I wouldn't mind if they split legend into two groups. Myself, like I'm not, I'm not a legend player, so it's not like I'm saying oh, I deserve to be better, but. <laughs> <laughs> It does feel like like Legend has uh, it's lost a little bit of its prestige with this, like just to, just enough to say. And I feel like it would be nice if they had like a new word, <laughs> just not a new word for top two hundred Legend or something. I, you know? I hear I hear you there. Like for me, like I'm not I'm not playing Hearthstone for anything. I'm not really playing Hearthstone to do. I like the challenge of it, and I like just my personality. I just want to hit a particular and like seeing. Like being able to hit legend, like oh, I can check that off. Now I'm in legend. I guess I can go for top 100, and I can. But it's there's no finality to that. There's not like a like I don't know. I don't know how I'm, I'm explaining this, but just just being able to like maybe there's like a, a platinum legend after you hit legend. Well, like, yeah, what's the incentive, brand, right? Brand yeah. legend, something like that. Yeah, where it's just like you can continue to 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 clear something new. Well, and unfortunately, I, I mean, I think when. They did the wild open the last couple of years. There was more incentive, like, hey, you need a top finisher or something yeah, like that. But like, for sure, they've been there's been just radio silence on the wild open, and so what is, what's the point to even grind for top top legend if you're there's no incentive to do it? I don't know. Well, Twitter yeah, points. Twitter points. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> <laughs> we Jack, got those. Jack's, Jack and Memnark got all the. T- <laughs> I definitely care about Twitter points. I'm not gonna lie. We got plenty of Twitter points. That's <laughs> yeah. 
And when I hit legend, I'll get all the Twitter points. All <laughs> of I'll retweet. I'll, I'll retweet it, no doubt. What's I should just points? I should just post a list that I didn't even get there with. Like, so I got there with free to play Hunter. Yeah. <laughs> what I feels... think it's funny. It's funny when the high legend players like just tweet a list, but they don't have stats with it, and they don't show what their rank is, and they're just like, "Oh, this is the nuts. Play yeah. this." They get like One hundreds of likes, and you're just like, "What? What? What's going on here?" Ray Seeds once told me that he put like that he has in the past. It's either him or his friends in the past have like found a deck that was pretty bad and like <laughs> went out and to troll. Yeah, they win one game with it and then they post it and they go 100% yeah. win rate. <laughs> yeah, well, Corbett did that with uh Mechath or Snip Snap. Uh, oh, yeah, yeah, I saw that. Yeah. <laughs> you gotta win in High Legend and just goes, This is an incredible deck. Everyone needs to play, and everyone was scared. I was scared for his deck. <laughs> <laughs> it's still good no uh, i played the crap out of that list i can't can't complain that's funny but what what it it actually like now that i'm able to see people's ranks i it makes me feel bad about myself because like i'm at now sitting at like 800 re legend my my rank has just tanked over the last three three days or so and i'm watching memnark who's still sitting at like six seven eight legend <laughs> Like, how come I'm decaying this bad and you're still top 10? Well, Memnark's really good. <laughs> well, I know. <laughs> not to say you're not. I'm just saying he is. Um, I know that this is the, the wrong podcast for this, but listeners, if any of you are a legend and you bump into me on the wild ladder, corn conceive. <laughs> I need that legend, all right? <laughs> Is this cheating? <laughs> oh. <laughs> I, uh, what is, what is what do you think feels the best right now, Cream Pub? Like if you had to suppose for whatever reason they said you're going on ladder, you're playing ten games, and if you win um, eight out of ten of them, you're gonna you win a thousand dollars. What deck are you bringing right now? Um, might be the list I post in Discord. Uh, might be Reno Quest Mage Steel. Oh, yeah, that's I, a good. That's a good segue. Actually. Uh, I like it. It's that, or it's the Jade, the new Jade Druid. Um, those two decks seem really, really good because that, that it, new two, the new two mana uh, draw three cards uh, is, is so powerful. Plus, you got the Overgrowth. Mm -hmm. uh, it's basically the one that Hejo initially posted. Uh, I think that that list is really, really good because you, you're not you're not running hard minions. You are running Kalefos still, powerful swing turn. You're running Overgrowth, you're running uh, the, the ramp cards, you're running the two mana draw three cards. Is uh, Oaken Summons package gone? Or? Yeah, no Oaken Summons package. Wow, I want to uh, try this now. It, it cycles super quickly, and you have plenty of armor gain. It's, it's like a good control deck because you're still running uh, cards like Poison Seeds and Starfall, facing off against uh, you know Warlocks. Um, you know, any big, big type minions, you need that board clear. Um, I, think it's, I think it's a really good list. And you know, Quest Mage is really good. Just because, I think Quest Mage. I mean, people. I think prior to maybe the set coming out, maybe Quest Mage was a better deck. But the feels bad of when you run into certain matchups, where whether it's uh, um, Darkest Hour Rock or some aggressive deck, like you hate just that. Thing. I think Reno Quest Mage. You have a chance against Aggro. You have a be way better chance against Shaman. Um, you have a you have a way of uh, answering boards with. Um, even Darkest Hour lock it when you're running Reno. Like the list I have, um, let's see. The, the only new cards, there's a few new cards I, I added since the expansion. 
Uh, the new one is Astromancer Solarian, which is the two mana, three two spell power one. It shuffles the seven seven in your deck. It casts mm-hmm. five random spells. Um, that card's been surprisingly really good. The seven mana, like you, you think like okay, five random spells, but the fact it targets enemies first yeah. with the spell power, it, it can be board clears. It can be, um, uh, it can draw you some cards. It's cat. It, it obviously it can cast. The, Yog box two with it, but it'll, it'll, <laughs> but it'll always it'll always uh, attack the opponent's minions or their face first, or not their face, their opponent's minions first before it does anything to your. And yes. with the spell power too, it can wipe it out. So I don't I don't think it's auto include at all, but I was experimenting with it and I used this list uh, to hit uh, E Legend, and I've been playing it Wild Legend and NA mostly, and um, obviously the new card Evocation which is good in Quest and Reno Quest Mage. I get to cut the silly banana buffoon and just mm-hmm. run that instead. Um, and that, that card just gives you all the gas you need to complete your quest and, and yes. win yeah. top. So, um, And then the other new card is I have Shadow Song. Um, I'm not saying... I don't know if this card's you know that great, but when you're adding... You cut the banana buffoon, you add an evocation, you want to balance minion pull for Book of Spectres. Yeah. Um, so... Uh, substituting polymorph i have something i thought about doing and it's worked pretty good for it okay um and does what it needs to do um in that sense but yeah i really like reno quest mage it's it's a list that uh you know i hit rank six legend with on an a last month and um it it's one of the most comfortable for sure nice yeah it's really strong i mean so earlier in the month i i hit rank i was i hit diamond one with um the normal quest mage so it's i mean it's the same thing that hijo and zeddy and everyone else is playing i use taylor's version and i think we cut one car to put in vargoth um just yeah. because it could win a couple of unwinnable matches by taking three turns instead of two which is still ridiculous yeah i use i use taylor's list too on, on asia to hit and it was great it was great um but then i hit this it it struggles a little bit against aggro because especially if you get a slow start uh, you know, it'll eat up the combo decks or the slower decks, but um, it's it will struggle against aggro. So I, I think that's where your Reno Quest Mage does a lot better is you you have a chance. There's a lot of board clears. There's a lot of options. Um, and, it, it, you know, if nothing else, like you can use Alex to get the opponent down to 15 and then punch him with two giants. I mean, there's a lot of yep. a lot of decision points here. Um, this is like all the best cards. Mine, mine is not quite so blingy as yours, unfortunately. But uh, <laughs> maybe one yeah, day. I think, I think with Druid becoming more popular, I think it's going to be one of the best there. Having Arena Quest Mage does do better against it, unless you're running Taylor's version. Um, when you're running Vargoth, I think you kind of need Vargoth to beat Druid or Zephyrs. And I, a- yeah, I agree. Um, so th- I think that's why I lean towards Arena Quest Mage. Plus, if it counters. Uh, it, I feel like you have a chance against thing, whereas even if your your good matchups aren't as good, like standard quest mage, um, I'd I'd rather have have a list like this. Where I can I can just jam a bunch of games I'm with. Makes sense to yeah. me. Yeah, but I, I want if you're out there listening to the show and you, oh wow, should I make should I should I craft Astromancer Solarian? I like it. I think it's fun. I think it's auto include by any means. I think evocation definitely uh, amps the deck up and makes it a lot more. Con- I think that's a must craft, but uh, the the two mana card, two mana legendary, I would say is. But it is a lot of fun, and it has uh, won me games. I wasn't supposed. To. 
Yeah, I was playing um, standard last night, uh, right around rank five with that. It, it's so weird that it's even a thing, but like no minion mage. And oh, I was yeah. using Zeddy's version. And um, I kept getting, it uses that card that gives you three, um, what is it? Th- three random mage minions. And, oh, yeah. and, and it like, I kept getting Astromancer Solarian like over and over and over. And it's surprisingly good when you can play yeah. that in it and it randomly targets enemy stuff. Like it was great. It was like fireball, fireball, um, uh, frostbolt, pyroblast. <laughs> like, Oh, it's yeah. pretty good. <laughs> so yeah. you get, you'd get board clears or whatever. Like, I mean, it's not bad. The, ar- the argument against it in a Reno deck though, is if you're, if you're worried about diluting your deck to draw some of the better cards, because um, it obviously shuffles seven seven. Yeah. Maybe you're, you're really looking for, you know, your Vargoth, or you're looking for, um, you know, whatever it is you need. Uh, whether it's even Reno, I like running Amazing Reno just because it it, it helps. If you're running Ice Block, here's my argument: If you're running Ice Block and you're going against something like a Quest Mage or something, if they're going to pop your block, you want to be able to clear their board and gain some life to sort of. Uh, uh, recoup what you've lost or what you would have done if you were because a lot of times you're staring down at a at a quest mage board and you can you have two choices heal all the way back up to re, with Reno or try to clear the board and then they just ping your face and win. Right. Having something like the amazing Reno which can wipe the board, give you five armor and let you stabilize from there, I think is really good. Also with Darkest Hour, not all of them high roll and run and and play Darkest Hour in five or six. Are you sure? <laughs> I know it seems that way. <laughs> I know it seems that way, um, but having that ability to be able to clear big board and get it late, um, I like having having that that board clear. And plus, I don't know. I think Amazing Reno is is good. It plays in standard. I've seen the argument against it in in wild, but uh, I, I can't stop playing it. Every once in a while, like <laughs> I've gotten uh, what is it the uh, Astro Mancer or whatever the card is in Druid, where it um, gives you ten mana and discards your hand. Um, oh, Astro Communion. Astro Communion. Uh, that's happened to me from Amazing Reno before. He's yeah. he's cataclysm. Sheep, he's sheeped my own stuff before. He's cataclysm before. He's used um, sprint before and and, <laughs> and, and, and you know <laughs> killed myself in fatigue. Like there's yeah. a handful of bad stuff, but like I, I think that it's it's very viable, especially from a. It, I mean. It's it's more of a hail mary than something that you play on curve, right? I mean, you don't. Yeah, I mean, I again, I think it's mostly for me. It's against the quest mage on the backswing after they've they've comboed and pop your block. I think that's where it's most useful. Secondly, it's against darkest hour block, and um, I think now now there's a new set that's out. Anytime there's more cards added to the that um, can dilute possibly casting astral communion or cataclysm, then you're less likely to to have those sort of outcomes. So I would argue it's probably gotten better. I haven't looked at all the spells to see what other negative ones, but I mean, obviously they're not going to be as bad as as Cataclysm and Astral Communion, which is what you're planning <laughs> not to happen. Yeah. Um, then you just don't play the card too if you're if you completed the quest and you're about to Vargoth. Um, you know, if you don't, if you're worried about it messing with your Vargoth tor- turns, then you just don't play it and you're and you're able to do it. So yeah, um, yeah, I like it. I, I initially was drawn to uh, Reno Quest Mage when. Psy Gunther was hitting like rank one legend with E like all the time. And uh, I don't know if you guys remember Gunther Mage on Standard oh, yeah. back in the day. Yeah, I loved Gunther Mage. Yeah, and he was he was playing wild. You just didn't hear from him much either. You just hear, you'd see some of his list and some of the rank star reports. Um, 
but he was consistently hitting legend like months ago with Reno Quest Mage, and I was the, that that deck was super fun. And then uh, was it EK started. EK played a ton. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Well, EK was starting to post the dragon variant. I right. was playing a lot of just the regular Reno Quest Mage, and I was like, you know what? Like, I really like Malagos a lot. I think that's one of the main reasons why you want to even run a, a dragon variant of Quest Mage, because Malagos is just a better Kazakus in some ways. Um, so yeah, I started running that list more and more, and uh, I, I like the consistency of it. And I think it's still the more powerful variant. Nothing yeah. feels better than than playing of the amazing Reno on like against a Q block. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's just insane. Yeah, all the death rattles gone. It yeah, just it feels so good. Poof. <laughs> doesn't it doesn't feel fair? It, uh... <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh. Yeah, especially if they're emoting you too. And when I first started playing that card, and then they they play their Goldan, and they're just like in me emoting you, and you're like, huh, all right. <laughs> <laughs> hey, what do you? What's your opinion on uh, Q Block? Do you think that? What do you think is better, Void Daddy or uh, the new Five Seven? Oh, man, um, it seems close. Yeah, I don't know. Do you have to pick? Do you have to pick one or the other? I think like, so. Could you just cut Doom Guards and just run that instead? Mm, you well, could, but like you can't. It's gonna. It'll shore up. It'll make you the ultimate anti-aggro cube. But yeah. like, it kind of stops you from winning against. Uh, I, I feel worse against decks that can combo you out if you do that, right? Like, well, it would be better against Quest Mage too, though, right? Because I mean, unless you're trying. I mean, Doom Guards are getting killing the Quest Mage, but Quest Mage have to punch through with Giants as well. Yeah, yeah, I mean, but it, you know, it was interesting. Like a month ago, when Hijo was playing with the Q block version with no um, no Doom Guards at all, and it was running Albatrosses and stuff like that, it was like it was only yeah. Doom. It was only Void Daddies, and it's good against Reno decks and stuff. Obviously, yeah. Um, I mean, it's. I, it, I, I never thought that I would see eggs in Q block. Like that has been something new for oh, me. And oh, that's been around though for. I don't know, like Saucy well, Mailman was doing that six, seven months ago, eight months ago, almost. Yeah, no, no. I mean, it's been around for six months. I just don't, I, I don't, I don't love having the eggs I, in my warlock. Um, yeah, I, I, I agree. I like running the uh, demons package. I like being able to cheat those out to make sure my void collar existent. I also like. I think that new legendary, the three two, is really good too. Three two. Um, yeah, oh, it's demon. Yeah, yeah, you know, it's. Yes, I agree. <laughs> the only the only time that it sucks is when it gets pulled from um Skull of the Minari. Yes. Or Void Void Caller, yeah. It does I mean, hurt. It's it still, does suck. It's still good because it's a you know, seven attack or whatever it is, but um man, I being able to drop it and a couple Doom Guards fly out is awesome. Yeah. So it also discounts your, your demons too, right? So like you can coin it you can coin it out. Or you can play it on two and then coin out your void collar. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. I think it has some. I've seen a couple lists. I don't think it's quite refined yet, but it's we're getting close. Well, what if you? I mean, say you cut the doom guards right, and then you just you run the void uh, void daddies and the five seven, and then you run the three two, and then you run Nazoth as well. It's like ultimate. Like I like uh, it. I mean, Agreed. it is nice. Well, it, yeah. You, you have to look at the meta, right? And if the meta is primarily aggro, then maybe that's a really good call. Like I like the five seven with taunt, and then you get a five five with life steal or life link yeah. or whatever it's called. It's awesome. 
Well, you so. want to make it. You want to make it as greedy as possible if you're going to try to make it uh, super anti-aggro. So you have gas at the end. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. I mean, you. I mean, I guess the argument is like you just a two one, right, and just keep get multiple gold bands. But yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> that's that was neat. <laughs> but hey, you can run all of them. Yeah, that's cheap. true. That's true. I opened two. I opened golden copies of the of the new one, so I'm running it. Just... Well, say say you cut the two on the two, and you want to run the Zoth, your um, your Nizoth pool too, not running the two one. So if you just want to get shuffle multiple three twos back into your deck, yeah, or or, or resurrect them, it feels a lot better to resum the three two than it does the two one, and the three twos will summon uh, multiple copies of the sevens, make more demons. You have like type of uh, board hmm, I gold, like it. Gold, gold Daniel, Gold Daniel would be better suited to talk about this stuff. I think sure. he's watching or listening. Oh, so is he? We'll have to. We'll 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 goof around with it. Gold Daniel, yeah. what are you doing next week? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I like I like the new cube stuff going around though. I wonder if the three like if you're gonna play the egg version. I wonder if that three four goes in. Like I saw a list that was playing eggs, but it wasn't playing the the three four neutral legendary that destroys oh, yeah. all your minions I, I ended up putting it in and i did okay with it but i've only played like five or six games with it but yeah, that, it seems that car- interesting that card seems better suited in a deck that runs play of them so makes sense mm-hmm. um i mean could you run could you run that in the disco lock too or is do you ever, maybe it's in, in uh which card which card were we talking about the three four oh yeah not- no i don't think it goes in discard you're not even running Plague of Flames in that list. Right? No, and you're just yeah. so punished by silence if you don't if you don't have a discard outlet. Yeah. Or if you don't have a you know what I mean, a Plague of Flames option. Yeah. That's true. Yeah. That's true. Oh, yeah. oh, so well, for the people who are who are listening, not watching, but let me run over let me run through the list real quick. And of course we'll put the deck code everywhere. But um it is a Highlander deck, so there's only one card, one copy of each card. It is Arcane Breath. Evocation, Open the Waygate, Ray of Frost, Astromancer, Solarian, Book of Spectres, Doomsayer, Licensed Adventurer, Mad Scientist, Primordial Glyph, Questing Explorer, Zephyrs the Great, Arcane Intellect, Brand Bronzebeard, Flame Ward, Ice Block, Archmage, Vargoth, Kazakis, Maev, Shadow Song, Sky General Craig, uh, Cobalt, Spellkin, Maligos, Aspect of Magic, Emperor Thorison, Reno Jackson, Reno the Relicologist, Mana Giant, Alexstrasza, Dragon Queen, Alexstrasza, The Amazing Reno, and Arcane Giant. So, and I think you said your four slot for Maev is a little is a little bit of a flex, right? It was previously Polymorph. Yeah. Well, because I took out the Banana Buffoon because I hate that card. <laughs> I don't like it either. <laughs> <laughs> but you needed it to complete your quest. Evocation gives you enough gas to do that. But if you're taking out a minion for a spell, you kind of want to substitute a spell for minion. So I chose Polymorph for Maev that did similar things in the same mana slot. Um, but you know, I'm still open to ideas in that one. It just it just keeps the book of specters a little more consistent. I'm drawing a blank on what my Ev does. It's a four mana four three. Uh, basically, puts a, makes a minion dormant for two turns. Okay. Yes. 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 So yeah, yeah. It's like polymorph. It's similar to polymorph. Yeah. I mean, it, it's it's worse against uh, you know like void void lord and stuff like that. You're just trying to polymorph them to make sure. Uh, you know, their Gul'dan's not as good, and you're trying to punch through it, but you can also wait and see turns where 
you don't want the void data to die anyway. You don't want it to get cubed. Um, so you can just you, you punish it a bit and then try to try to cycle your to, to do it. But um, that's why you also have amazing Reno to have board clears and stuff like that. And uh, it's got plenty of greed to where, um, you know, obviously with Vargoth and Quest, you can do stupid stuff. Let me ask you, what is Emperor for? Well, the the deck's really heavy, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so being able to play it on curve, you can do things a little bit a little bit sooner. Helps make your brand. If you want to do some goofy brand turns afterwards, you, you often you can play that on six and then, like brand into license adventurer, play multiple coins, and play your Kazakis, get multiple spells. It makes Reno way better, like the amazing yeah. Reno. Yeah, it makes amazing Reno come a tune turn sooner. Um, it just makes you have such a heavy deck that you be able to discount it. Initially, I was running mana savers, um, like back when I was last month when I was playing that legend. Uh, I was mana savers so that way I can play mana into emperor, um, and then just just start snowballing from there. Because I would uh, like the perfect game for me was playing uh, Zephyrs on two, and then ramping with Zephyrs into um, you know coining into emperor. Uh, playing the mana saber, I can uh, you know ramp up to play some of the bigger, heavier cards because you are playing a, such a heavy list. I have some cheap. I know you used to be a a fan of uh, counterspell as the second secret. I'm guessing you switched to flame more just because of how much more aggressive the meta's got lately. Yeah, I'll switch that in and out a lot depending if I'm seeing like if I'm seeing a lot of demon hunters, you even shaman that, then see I would have flame more. Um, but I would. When I so when I hit rank six legend on NA, I was facing like so many darkest hour warlocks and so many mm-hmm. mech paladins um, that I that I wanted to be able to like stop them from doing it because nobody plays around counterspell. If you know turn five was coming, um, you know they could, you can play the counterspell if you know if you pulled it off of your thing and they they run so few spells like mech paladin. You know that because mech paladin you lose often too when they just top deck their. Uh, because they don't run a lot of spells. They, they, they play the Crystallogies and stuff early, and then they play the... What, what's that card? The stupid Divine Favor card? <laughs> so, you know, mm-hmm. when they're running out of gas, you get a, a timely counterspell against that, and then Dark Star Warlock, if they're trying to combo off, they're not going to play into counterspell. But I noticed a lot of... Uh, or if you're facing a lot of ca- uh, Quest Mage, like EU, it's very Quest Mage heavy, uh, very Druid heavy, and you, you don't care as much about the floor. So having the counterspell disrupt some turns nice um yeah and i've noticed i noticed when i play on the eu ladder a lot of them have substituted uh, flame mortar counter spell um so it just depends on what i'm facing but i think generally you're just climbing it and you're not in legend um i think the safe bet is flame board just because of the aggro decks out there and even shaman in the you don't have uh, a way of clearing whether it's for zephyrs or reno reno often doesn't do enough against even shaman um so you mm-hmm. need some something to sort of soften the- yeah, yeah yeah okay no that makes sense and i think the spells that you get from malagos are crazy good yeah malagos is so good he's he's the mvp of, of he's he's, the, he's basically the only reason like alex straza is great dragon queen alex straza is great um malagos is one of the main reasons why you even run a, a dragon variant of this yeah that uh just gives well, you yeah. the it's not like you would need the Alex Strazas, uh in a dragon deck anyway, right? So Malagos yeah. just helps you. Malagos is so good. That yeah. Polymorph is probably my favorite. Either Polymorph or Flamestrike. Even Arcane Missiles can just win you games. Oh, yeah. 
and oh all of them. God. And then if you if you're trying to find your your cards, arenas, or whatever, you're getting three mana draw for. Insane. Yeah, yeah. So, and then that's the thing too. That's why like things like Emperor can be really good. You have a heavy hand, or say you're trying to draw into stuff. You have a handful of cards after, you know, playing your Malagos one, uh, Emperor, in that entire hand. Uh, can let you get back on tempo, um, especially against some mid-range type decks. Nice. Yeah. Cool. I'm excited to see how it plays. Like, wow, well, I know how it plays, but I'm excited to see how how you play it. Like, right, right. To learn from Cream Puff. Like, I think we've all. If you're listening to this podcast, it's likely that you've played this deck or at least played against a variation of it, right? So yeah. I'm excited to uh, to give it a try. Let's see how you do it, Cream Puff. You got it, man. Beauty. This is going to be fun. I hope they make more Quest Matters cards. I really like having all of them. Oh, and I wanted to mention, you don't like uh, the minion that makes... Uh, um, oh, he's in there. Never mind the minion that makes a charge guy. He's there. Oh, Sky Captain what? or Sky General Crag is rad. He's yeah. very good. <clears throat> he's good. He's great with brand, too, in certain situations. Um Name yeah, four just, good situations. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, and he's just, I mean, he's just a, a better Zilliax. Get a turn earlier. Um, you can kill things like Flame Wakers. Um, yeah, it's, I never thought of that. It's so weird not to see Zilliax in a deck like this. Yeah. Like, it makes sense why you don't, but it's so weird to see. I mean, some run both. I used to run both, but there's just so many good cards now. You kind of have to pick and choose what to fit. Yeah. yeah. Well, the deck looks super fun. I'm excited for us to to try it out. So you know who else is probably excited to for that? EK. E, well, EK. EK needs to learn how. To, EK forgot how to play Hearthstone. I think. Um, I'm just kidding. EK, I, I'm so sorry. I know you've been having a bad time, and I took a shot. I did it. It was for comedy. It's not personal. I love you. We love you. Um, he's had a really bad win rate lately, and it's not. He is a very skilled player. He's just been having a really rough go lately so i want to apologize right now <laughs> and um but i was actually gonna say who's gonna enjoy this will be shokunin and uh, pog ugly our executive patreons our uh producers of the show just wanted to give them a quick shout out before i forgot oh absolutely yeah thank you guys so much for really making the show possible it's been uh it's it's been a huge help just the the support it's been and- <laughs> I forgot how many days. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's been one week since the quarantine. Okay. Is that the next song? Uh, it might have to be. <laughs> oh my god. I think I think it is. Anyway, sorry, Nate, I just so rudely cut you off. <laughs> no, 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 that's good. That's good. <laughs> Oh man! So we got to start wrapping up, I guess, because unfortunately these podcasts can't go on forever, even though we'd love them to. So, uh, is there anything else before we start wrapping up, Nate? Can I can I get Cream Puff's plugs out? Yeah, for sure. Plug away. Well, yeah, go ahead, Cream Puff. Uh, yeah. I mean, you can follow me on Twitter at Cream Puff HS. Cream Puff with a K R E M E P U F F H S, where I post my deck lists and my general thoughts. Hearthstone. I typically play more wild in general, just because I think the format's fun. But uh, or lately, I've been playing a lot of Demon Hunter and Standard, so I can keep tabs on there. So I try to uh, hit 500 wins or a thousand officially. 
get that money. But <laughs> get that money. I have, to, I have to reach out and see if I, if I can get be a part of that. Might as well run it. Um, but yeah, that's it in terms of. I don't have a podcast anymore. I don't stream. I probably should. <laughs> uh, should. If you want me on uh, as a guest, another podcast, hit me up on Twitter. Um, yeah, but remember who got them first, everyone. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> it's true. I ain't petty. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Well, thanks for uh, being here. Chris yeah, Bob. yeah. Thank yeah, you. Thanks it's, for having it's me. Good guys. to have you. Yeah, you can follow me at Craig of Canada. That's C R A I G of Canada. If you can't spell Canada, don't bother following me. And uh, I keep saying that I might stream. I probably won't. Uh, Nate, <laughs> you can find me on Twitter at Nate Wolf H S. It's N A T E. Oh, it's, oh, it's TCG. I changed it a while back. I probably should change it back to HS. I'm not really playing much of anything else these days. Anyways, it's uh, N-A-T-E-W-O-L-F-E-T-C-G on Twitter. You can follow the show at Born to Be Wild HS. You can email the show at Born to Be Wild HS at gmail.com. Um, or check us out on YouTube. We've got all of our shows, songs, gameplay, everything else is up on YouTube at youtube.com slash born to be wild podcast. And thank you all for listening. Now I know we're just about to take off Nate, but before we leave, can you play the bumper? And now unrelated advice. One of these days you're going to forget. <laughs> yeah. I'll never forget. Nate. Um, so Nate, I was called out earlier, right? And I've been really, really struggling on my climb to legend. I can't, I can't seem to stop playing. If you look in the Discord chat, um, I played through the whole. When the episode started, I was the top of rank three, and uh, I am now rank one, one star. And I guess I just want to. How do you balance Hearthstone with the rest of your life? Because clearly, I'm not doing a great job right now. You know, especially uh, trying to work from home is very difficult. <laughs> uh, it's definitely tempting, but uh, you just got to prioritize. And it's, it's, it's very, very tricky sometimes. <laughs> it is. Here's me. I'm going to record the podcast, relax, get off the ladder. I'm rank one, baby. Woo! <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for their help there, Nate. Uh, Cream Puff, any, any advice to know when a habit is becoming an unhealthy habit? <laughs> Oof. I don't know, man. Take a walk. Do some push-ups. Uh, I don't know. Uh, take some deep breaths. Download the Headspace app. I'd recommend that. Oh, yeah. I heard oh. it's good. I heard it's good, actually. Um, yeah. I've actually uh, I've actually been med- – I meditate a lot. That's a big practice. So you you recommend the Headspace app? I think the Headspace app is the best one. There's a Calm app as well. Seem to like. I haven't used that one too much, but uh, just just meditating in general. If you don't want to use an app, that's fine. Having a, a quiet space to kind of uh, be with your thoughts. I think if you listen to old Top Deck Kings episodes in the past, I was real big into like mindfulness and meditation, just because uh, tilt is a real thing, and uh, people don't know, including myself, sometimes how to handle certain feelings and uh, being able to just accept those feelings and on that's that's big it comes a lot of climbing as well this wow. show brought to you by headspace.com <laughs> i know right <laughs> we are looking <laughs> for sponsors elbow elbow <laughs> yeah you can have all 200 of our listeners <laughs> anyway <laughs> well wiser words have never been spoken and you heard that i'm born to be wild
When the nights are cold, we must leave our home and bring our two blades where the demons roam. We must kill them. I'll watch these demons fall, and once they are dead, that's when we'll stand tall. Wanna hide the truth? Already killed a few. But with demons inside, there's nowhere we can hide. No matter where we are, demons are not too far. This is my demon hunt. This is my demon hunt. When you feel the feet, look into my eyes. It's where my demons hide. I'm part demon inside. We must look close. It's dark outside. Where do these demons hide? Where do these demons hide? When these demons fall in this epic brawl using our two blades, that's the protocol. We dug a mass grave for demons to lay. Once we bury them, we will celebrate. Oh, now we're heading down. I guess we're hellbound. These blade tips are for you. Kill demons two by two. We must destroy their breed, even though we can't see. Use our demons within. Do it for Elodie. When you feel defeat, look into my eyes. It's where my demons hide. I'm part demon inside. We must look close. It's dark outside. Where do these demons hide? Where do these demons hide? We'll grab them by the hair because they're not prepared. Demons do not have souls. To kill them is our goal. We're gonna say it loud. Let's make you lead in proud. This is our demon time. This is our demon time. When you feel the feet, look into my eyes. It's where my demons hide. I'm part demon inside. We must look close, even though we're blind. Where do these demons hide? Where do these demons hide?